0: It's the 8 for 52 podcast. Hi, I'm Botters. G'day, I'm Bushy. And Bushy. Can you believe it? This is episode six of the 8 for 52 podcast.
1: Half a dozen. Number of balls in and over. Six. We've made it to yeah, episode
0: we, six. Absolutely. No, no balls in there either, mate. It's very good. As always, you can DM us on Insta. Insta's going off again this week, Bushy. We've got plenty, plenty of following us on Insta. Anyone um, send us an email? I uh, better check the email. What okay. is the email? We'll read
1: it out again. Podcast852 at iCloud.com. If you're listening in, you want to give us any information, a bit of a sneak preview, got some goss, or you just want to say good day, you can send us
0: an email or DM us on Insta, of course. Indeed, they can. We're down at Kowloon Cricket Club again, Bushy, who are doing a massive World Cup promotion. They've got a food and drink promotion in place for every single World Cup game, which is being shown live here on all the big screens. It's awesome and everyone should get down and enjoy it. But you know what, Bushy? I could not give a toss about this World Cup. I really couldn't. 10-team um, World Cup. Yeah, you're not the Lone Ranger. No, it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, trying International Cricket Council trying to shrink to greatness, a 10-team World Cup. I will get interested in this when Hong Kong qualify, which they basically make it impossible to do the International Cricket Council.
1: Yep, it's silly. It's a ridiculous system, and
0: I'm with you until we make it. We'll be barracking for the Netherlands, yep. perhaps. I'll be on board with the Netherlands, absolutely. Absolutely. They're, they're going to be my team, the men in orange. The we'll House ch- of Orange. We will cheer them on with all our might. And the rest of them, the Indians, the Australians, the English, who try to dominate world cricket or do dominate real world cricket, I hope they don't make it through to the semi finals, all three of them. But a gut full of them. <laughs> absolute gutful but but we're not doing that when the T20 World Cup comes around if Hong Kong qualify hello hello Half a bag packed already. West Indies, USA, here we come. I'm on it. Vegas on the way back, maybe? Maybe. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. What happens there, doesn't? we don't talk about No pressure on the boys when they go to Nepal anyway. We'll have that covered in Sky Plaza Road later. What an exciting episode we've got coming up, pushing my story with Martin Kutsinger. What a great
1: interview that was. Somebody about possibly to join the Hong Kong team uh, just bolster that batting line up. What a great listen. It's coming up later in the show. Yeah, uh, everyone's looking forward to that, I'm sure. And speaking of listeners, where have we got them? coming from Bushy this week couple of new ones to uh, list for you though not new listeners Uh, there's a listener or two in Cham Germany Cham, Germany. C-H-A-M, Germany, according to my stats. Hong Kong cricket is huge in Cham. Cham, population 17,000, so we've really got quite a large part
0: of the population covered. Now, if you're one of those two listeners in Cham, Germany, tell your friends. Tell a couple of your friends. If we can build that to 10 Have a podcast
1: party in Cham. What what a great
0: (laughs) idea. What a great idea. Podcast party in Cham. I have a friend that listens to the podcast, and he
1: puts it up on his TV and listens to it through that, so... That's an option. Then you can get your friends around, have some dips. That's wise. Yeah, have a podcast party. Not only Cham Germany this week, Bots,
0: also got a listener in Vanuatu. The beautiful island of Vanuatu. I'll have a stab in the dark on that one and say that will be the chief executive officer of Vanuatu cricket and emerging cricket legend, Mr Tim Cutler. Timmy, welcome on board. Thanks for jumping on the podcast. I'm sure that's you. G'day, Tim. Where else we got, mate? What about our Bosnian friends? Yep, still uh, tuning in each week, of religiously. Course. They're rock solid. Please reach out to us, our Bosnian friends. Obviously, email. We're calling you out on email every week, but you don't email. DM us on Instagram. In that in
1: defence, you don't check the email either. So. No, there I could know. be like 14 emails from Bosnia and Herzegovina. That is a very, very fair
0: point. Anyway, we will, we, later on, we're going to have all matches covered in the outs and ins. We've got 11 matches, Bushy, from last weekend. A long weekend it was. How hot was oh, it? Oh, my God. It
1: was long, and it was hot. Brutally hot. Stinking hot. Even calling a game was stinking hot. I felt bad for the
0: players out in the middle. I can only do half the game. We didn't win You hard. did? You when, left me. When I had a shower and went to sleep. You <laughs> <laughs> left me for the brutal afternoon <laughs> shift all by myself. I couldn't do it, it was too much. Anyway, that'll be outs and ins. And, and of course, we're going to have ins and outs for this weekend, another big weekend of cricket. Really big weekend of cricket. We'll have all that covered. And then Bushy All-Stars starting Thursday. We'll yep, have that. The Sky
1: Warrior All-Stars series. We'll give you all the information about that coming
0: up in ins and outs. Also plenty to chat about in Sky Plaza Road with the men's Asian Games wrapping up. And the boys did really well at the end, I thought, Bushy. Yep, we'll have that all
1: covered from the Asian Games. Uh, disappointment in the end. Not particularly unexpected, but we'll cover it all and we'll let you know how the boys went.
0: Not only that, the under-19 boys, they're going to fly out October 10 for the Asia Premier Cup in Malaysia. We're going to have all that covered. It's a massive opportunity for the boys. If they can finish top three there, they'll go through to play the Test Match Nations in, uh, in December. It's going to be huge. We'll have that covered. Of course, this is the 8 for 52 podcast with Bodders and Bushy. Let's get on with the show. Giddy up.
1: It's time for Outs and Ends. A full wrap of senior cricket games in Hong Kong from last weekend. Here's Botters.
0: Outs and ins, and there's 11 matches to get through Bushy across the long weekend. Oh, a lot. We're to get going. We better. Saturday Division 2, Saracens versus Thunder. This one was out at GDB. Saracens, 8 for 167 off their 34. Lost an over to Rain out there. It went to DLS, so uh, they batted it out. 8 for 167. Hamza of Jarwood, 58. Hasnan Kiani, 31 off 24. And then they bowled the Thunder all out for 145. There were a couple of 23s for the Thunder. The top scorers down the order actually Pankaj Singh and Paraspreet. Paraspreet Dalawal,
1: yeah, see, he bowled very well, very tidy. Seven overs, one maiden, one for 18, and
0: an econ of 2.5. Plus, he got that 23 runs. He's in the under 19s team, he, isn't he is. He'll be on the plane next week down to Malaysia, Paraspreet. So, he's done very well with the bat and very tight with the ball in a losing team. Saracens win that one. Then on Monday, Laguna Gully versus the Lancers. This one was out at PKVR Park. Lancers batting first, six for one nine four. Assad Ashfaq, fifty eight off forty two. Tanmay Bajur, retired on thirty three, batting at three. So I hope uh, I hope Bajur is okay. I'm not sure what that was about retired hurt, but hopefully he's okay. Nulling Cambodge chipped in with twenty two. Then Laguna bat, and only one of the top seven reaching double figures. Kathari twenty one. Naf- Naf Abdul it was, yes it was. 51 off 45. They came in at 9, but they weren't good enough. Lancers win that one. What's the table, Bushy, Saturday Div 2? Yes, the standings table for Saturday Championship Div 2. It's a bit of a
1: mess because the Lancers game hasn't been logged yet, but I'll have to just do it in my head. At the top, Little so Wan leaders, two wins from there, two games on four points. Then we have three teams on three points, HKU, Hong Kong Cricket Club and USRC. On two points, including the Lancers, but I don't know where they fit into these two with the net run rate, is India Club Suryas and KCC. On one point, Laguna Gully, Kai Tak and Santors and Kragenauer and Little So One, yet to record a win.
0: Heating up in Div 2 onto Div 1, PACC versus the Crusaders. Well, what a game this was at KCC. I was there to watch this one, Bushy. Crusaders snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. At first, nine for 186, Crusaders. Wonderful 88 from Samad Khan, supported by Akash with 43. Ahmed Zeshan, I'll tell you what, he bowled absolutely beautifully, taking five for 17 off seven overs, including a hat-trick. Oh, you love a hat-trick. It was unbelievable, it really was. And you know who the hat-trick ball was? Oh, Chico. Oh, Chico. Top that- of off. Ouch. Ouch. Hat-trick, it was fantastic by Ahmed Zeeshan. He bowled absolutely beautifully. Uh, Crusaders had everything under control with the P.A.C.C. Rising Stars at 6 for 87 after 20 but Khan Adil had other ideas. He hit 63 knot off 48, supported by Asalan Khan with 26 off 21 and the Rising Stars get home with an over and a half to spare 9 down. It was quite an exciting finish. Excellent. Sky Warriors versus Jinsung. This was out at Mission Road on the Astro. Jinsung back first all out, second last ball for 193. Good score. Lots of starts for Sheng with Belan Ayodore. Top scoring, batting at 8 with 34 of 25. LSW Sky Warriors turn with the stick and they run it down in the 30th at 4 for 195. Shail Shah, 41, not batting at 6. Mona Da 42 off 19. Tremendous, batting at 7, bringing them home. Bushy, interestingly, batters for the Sky Warriors, numbers 3, 4, 5 and 6, all named Shah. I wonder if they're related. Not sure, not sure. We
1: should find out. Now, speaking yeah, of this game... Wait, hang on,
0: get us on DM and Instagram, or yeah. the... Aaron, or, or or
1: uh, Pravnav, Neat yeah. and Shail. Yeah.
0: Send or us a message. Send us an email, podcast852 at icloud.com.
1: Now, this game, botters, yeah. I saw the losing team, Craig and Gower, at uh, drinks in Happy Valley, commiserating their loss... Uh, Shout out to Elliot Andrews, the captain, who uh, sold me a snake boat last year. Beautiful snake boat. Yeah, the Commonwealth Sixers here at KCC. Matt Rafter, who I met down there as well. And I need to do a quick little shout out to George Atkinson who was nominated the worst player for Craig and Al was stuck in the bar with a bald cap on his head all night.
0: So they were nominating their worst player of the day? I
1: believe so. Oh, I don't think it was the best award. He was <laughs> stuck there with a bald head all night.
0: And they were they were OK after their loss? No, oh, they
1: looked like they were powering them. Oh, good boys, good
0: boys. Anyway, Gap Ramblers and Lammer up the hill at HKCC. Lammer bat first and only one of the top six reached double figures. That was Will Sykes at three with 42. I picked Lammer, right? Uh, you did pick Lama, yeah, yeah, yeah. But looking down the order, Tom James with 31 and 7 and batting at... Th- yeah, Tom James was at 7. Yeah, Vithalani though, with 79 off 47 at 8. Unbelievable innings, fantastic. And a 20 from Dari at 9, deliver Lama 218 all out off the last ball. What happened with the Ramblers, Bushy?
1: Uh, the Ramblers, they chased it down pretty easy, to be honest. Uh, big scores from Rory Kane's who had the gloves on, 39... Uh, Pat Bolster there with 52. And another 52 from Maron Zeb, not out on 52. Got home with four overs to spare.
0: Maron Zeb had a very good weekend with the bat. We'll cover that later on in his Sunday game as well. What's the table? Bushy, Saturday Div, one. OK, at
1: the top with that win. Gap Ramblers, three games, 1-1, one, one, abandoned two. They've got four points. On three points, there are three teams. Little so one, USRC and Pakistan Association Cricket, and make sure that's four teams. Lumber is also on three points. Only one team on two points. That is the Charlie Bears, because they have yet to play a game. The two abandons. On one point, lots, all the rest. you got the Yodders, KCC, the other HKCC team, the other KCC team, Punjab Lions and Craig Ganawa at the bottom, who have
0: played two. Lost one and one abandoned. On to Sunday Division 2. Only three games, but what a bunch of three games they were. LSW Knights versus Dragons. Bushy up at Mission Road. The Knights bat first. And they put up quite an imposing 9 for 272. Shakir a brilliant 91. Ansh Doshi, 41. Pranav Shah, 67 off 56, and that's a huge total for the Dragons to chase. But, but
1: the disruptors, I called them, they're disrupting this season. I did say think the Knights were going to win, but we knew the Dragons were going to cause issues this year, and issues they did with two balls to spare. Dragons chased down that 272. They got
0: 273 for eight on the board. Runs, big runs at times there for the Dragons, Bots. Well, absolutely. Well, they've come out, and they're three for 75. And then four for 76 with Paris Breit, who we mentioned earlier, ending for his Saturday game. He was running amok on Sunday with three wickets. Then Jason Louis steps up, 117-not off 87. Jonathan Tijar supports with a runner ball 38. And then Inder Singh comes in at number 10 and hits 10 off three balls. And the Dragons get home with two balls to spare, Bushy. Oh, they must have been nervous when they were 263, needed 10 runs, and there was that run out. And what about number, Ind- number 10. What about Indus Singh comes in? Ten off three. Just yeah. fantastic. Bang, bang, bang. Must have been awesome up there. In a six. Big win for the Dragons. Good yeah. on them. Good on them. It's been due, as you said, you've called them the disruptors, and now they're on the board with, with a win, and that's just tremendous. Optimist Lions up at PKVR Park, the graveyard for fancy teams. If you do remember, I tipped the Lions. You and Atkinson were all over the Optimist. Sri Lanka, bat first, 8 for 249. Runs everywhere, really, across the whole scorecard. Sande up top score, 44. Hassan Jutt, who's been scoring a lot of runs and taking wickets for that matter, opening with a 38. And that just proved too much for the Optimist. 41 from George Loop and a 58 from Chris, Chris Crutchley. But they were all out for 236. And the Lions have another win. And... Just like the Lions do. They use nine bowlers again, Bushy. Oh, they like to use that whole team. Did the the keeper have a bowl? I don't know if they swapped pads again during the game, but they they did use nine bowlers. Absolutely fantastic. So uh, Lions winners there. Then on Monday, Infidels versus Wanderers. I was up at this one as well. Infidels won the toss and they batted. They're three for 27. Asad Nawaz Khan just bowled absolutely beautifully and he ripped the top order apart. He was just brilliant. But then Samad Khan and Charlie Walsh, they come in and they go buying for 113. Put the infidels right back in it. Speaking but of people having a big weekend, like Professor Pete, I'll say Samad can't. Yeah, he scored nearly 150 runs across the re- we- weekend, right? He got 100, He got 66 here with a Walsh's 71. They were a brilliant partnership. Brilliant. Anyway, that was all. No one else got the double figures. It was just the two of them. Infidels all out for 191. Now, the Wanderers, on the other hand, had every batter at least into double figures. And they were absolutely cruising at 2 for 124 with Panjwani and Rory Kane dominating. Then what happened? Captain Iqbal throws the ball to the part-time leg spinner Botfield who dismisses both of them in his first over, <laughs> right? So they're gone. The established batters are gone. It's four for 124 and the infidels are right back in it and in walks runs Zeb. And we mentioned earlier... He's also having so. a weekend. Yeah. Anyway, he destroyed Botfield in his second over. He took him for plenty. Uh, but then he was dropped off the first ball of the third over and that would have, could have actually changed the game. Wanderers would have been in a world of trouble with 40 to should it didn't? That's exactly right. Catches win matches, right? They put it down. May runs. eventually goes on. He gets out right at the end to Botfield. But by then the damage is done, and the Wanderers win easily with nineteen to nineteen overs to spare. Bushy, what's the table? Well,
1: with that win, the Wanderers stay atop. Three games, three wins, six points. The Sri Lankans they're in second place now with two wins and one loss, four points. On two points, I need. I don't have the exact figures because the Dragons win is not logged in here, so I don't know where, right. but I'm pretty sure the Dragons will be in the bottom of these three teams on two. Because the Infidels, they've won one, lost one. They're on two points. The other HKCC team two, played two, one and one. And two points. And, of course, the Dragons notching up their first two points of the season, leaving Little Sawan so on, on
0: the bottom of the table. Played two, lost two, no points. All right, that's Div 2 done Sunday. Div 1, Templars versus Vagabonds. Bushy, you were down there all day. I already mentioned earlier I was down there for half of it, and then the Heat got the better of me. Uh, great day. USA. I'll tell you what, uh, you know
1: who you got the better of? The Templars in the last ten overs.
0: Did it? Yeah.
1: Well, that, there's no way that the Vagabonds should have got to 2.15, but... Benny Paris Singh, he just went a bit nuts, and there was a few drop catches, and they pushed it up to 2.15. Tell
0: you what, the Vagabonds kit, I really like their kit. It's very nice. It is. Red pants, blue top, bit of green splash through. They look really good.
1: Anyway. I do think perhaps there's some CHK violations with that kit and pads and gloves and and the like. I, I just remember a conversation
0: I had with the umpire
1: after the game, but... He's like, I can't stop the game for all that sort of stuff. It's a snazzy kit. On we go. And I they scored like the 215. Yeah, yeah they
0: good. did. They batted first. They finished 8 for 215 after their 50. Sure, Saeed, 45. And a wonderful, as you mentioned, 78 not out from Para Benny Singh, getting them there. Templars had a little bit of a scare early. Bushy, if I remember, with early wickets. But then yep. Bim Sari in the Zarskan. That
1: first over from Benny, after going nuts with the bat, comes what? out with the ball. An absolute scorcher of a first over. Gets uh, Jamie Atkinson out for a duck. And uh, the Templars were in trouble when uh,
0: I think Hyatt took the second wicket and they were two for 26 or something like that. That was until Bimsari and Azaz Khan came together. Bimsari 62 and Azaz with a magnificent 110 off 82 and the Templars win it easy in the ambush in the 35th and over. And
1: it was so hot. Uh, Azaz Khan, I think, had to stop at least three or four times for cramp. Eventually they had to bring out the banana. He stopped that many times and he was hiding in the shade as it came across. There were so many drinks breaks in that game because it was so hot out there in the middle and also one to report from that game you and I were calling the first innings and we said that uh, Dash Vora bowled exceptionally well and we were surprised he didn't come back in after his six overs. He pulled a hamstring and he said it's a pretty bad hamstring strain so that's why he didn't bowl again.
0: Ouch. Indeed. Uh, Under-19 tour coming up to Malaysia flying out next week. Let's hope Vora's okay for that because that's crucial. He's the uh, him and Danny Mapp taking the new ball. So anyway, that's the end of the Templars one. LSW played Scorpions well. The Scorpions really played with LSW, really. Played. Scorpions 8 for 367 with runs everywhere. Kutsia, 41 off 22. Rad Kapoor, 42. Haruna Ashad, 64. Kinshachar, 128 off 107. 13 fours and seven sixes, setting a massive total of 367. And then rolled LSW for 116. I mean, Luke Jones bamboozled them, bowling his 10 overs. Six for 29. Thank you very much. Scorpions. I mean, they're, they're under strength. Yep, they had nothing nothing in reply. LSW were under strength as well, yep. mind you, because of the guys away with the Asian games. But, I mean, that's an imposing start from the Scorpions.
1: Scorpions were missing Nizalcat,
0: Ayush. I mean, everyone's I missing players. I know. It's that unreal, was just destroyed. Yeah, that was on Sunday. Then on Monday, USRC Elite, the other USRC team, versus PACC Elite. USIC batting first. They batted the full 50 overs. And they were all out in the last ball with the Wachas Khan run out. Wachas scored 64, but no one else could really contribute and they only managed 158 after batting the full 50 overs and BACC really made short work of it. Winning in the 29th over, Zishan Ali 51, ton, we're tipping in with 31, not easy win for Pakistan, even without a couple of their players, USRC without a couple of their players, but a uh, big win early in the season for Pakistan. What's the table, bushy. Speaking of Pakistan Association Cricket Club, they are a top, Sunday Division
1: 1 Elite, uh, played three, won one, that game you just talked about, two abandoned, four points. Also won four points, but uh, difference in net run rate is the Templars from KCC, again one win and two abandoned. The Scorpions get their first win on the board. They've played two, one abandoned, one win. So three points, a massive, obviously a ridiculous net run rate. They've got now 5.020. Wow. But they're just behind because they had that game rescheduled at the beginning of the season. Then you've got USRC Elite. They've played three, lost one, abandoned two. Little so one, exactly the same. And the Vagabonds down the bottom, they've just played the two, lost one and abandoned one. So they've got one point.
0: There is the 11 games from a long weekend and a long outs and ins it is. We had it all covered. Let's move it on. It's time for ins and outs. With all the weekend senior games covered, here's Bottas. Ins and outs. Here we are. Big matches this weekend. Bushy, eight of them across. Saturday Div 1, Div 2. No Sunday Div 2, only Sunday Div 1. We'll kick it off with Saturday Div 2. Leaders versus the LSW leaders versus HKU. Top of the table clash here, Bushy. It's a big one. Leaders have played 2-1-2. One One abandoned and one win for HKU. It's out at PKVR Park. I don't know, toss of the coin on this one. I think I'll go the leaders. What about you, Bushy? Well, just to make it interesting, I'll go with HKU. All right, all right. Lancers versus India Shuras out of Cam Tin. Lancers for me there.
1: That's uh, another game. Lancers just won their first one, so they're teams that have both won a game each. Where was it again? Uh, Cam Tin. Interesting.
0: All right. Uh, Yeah, serious. Should be high scores out there. I'll take Lancers. Laguna Gully versus Hung C out of GDB. Laguna Gully. Bring up their first win for mine. Yeah, Can't fair. versus Saracens, that's at KCC. It could be a tight one. I think Tak might get one on the board here. What about you? Saracens. Ka- Saracens, all right. all right. That's Saturday Div 2. Saturday Div 1, Punjab Lions versus Jinsung out at Mission Road. Punjab Lions, I think. What are you? Is this bottom of the
1: table stuff?
0: I haven't got a table in front of me. Not Craig, sure. It's Craig and yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Craig and Gower at bottom of the table. Yeah, I'll go. For, well, look, just because I saw the boys last weekend, I'll pencil get, them in you for go a win. With them. Yeah, right. I don't want to see them next
0: so on Saturday night. Miserable. No, fair point. You've got to tip them. They might be very angry if you don't. Yeah. Uh, KCC Tartars versus the HKCC Nomads. Nomads, after a huge year last year, haven't started the way they wanted. It's up at HKCC. It's a big game. Tartars nomads. Oh, I think I think Tartars will win that. Toss a coin. Yeah, it really is. It really is toss a coin up there. It really is. Anyway, Sunday. On to Sunday. Div one. LSW after an absolute thumping last week against the Scorpions. They're going to now all the players should be back, I suppose, yep. from the Asian Games, right? As long so, as they're all fit. Yeah, a little bit of different squads. LSW versus USRC Elite at Mission Road with the 9:20 start on Sunday. Of course, out there. I'll tip LSW with his Khan back.
1: Yeah, well, with Ihsan Khan, King Kwong Road,
0: he loves it there. Yeah, fighting back. Well, uh, in my head, I still think USRC elite. Alright, okay. Uh, other big game, huge game actually, here huge. at Kowloon Cricket Club. Are you going to call this? Absolutely. I'll be here with Bells on, bashing away that Typhoon puppy.
1: Making sure we get onto the pitch on Sunday at
0: 10 a.m. It's Bushy's Pakistan Association up against the Kowloon Cricket Club Templars. What a huge game this is with all the boys back from the Asian Games. Who are you tipping, Bushy? Well,
1: let's see. Pakistan Association missed. Who was out? Who was at Asian Games for them? Uh, the
0: young quick. Yeah. Um, a couple so th- others.
1: But Yasim, Zisha, they're all, all there. still there.
0: Yeah. And Templars, a Baba back
1: had a huge win last week against the USRC Elite. Yeah. Um, Bubba's back, though, because that was, uh, it was a bit sketchy in the uh, batting order there. Yeah. I mean, there were so many missing for the Templars last weekend. Yeah, that's right. I do know Ash Caddy. The, the quick, left-arm quick won't be there for the Templars. So a little down on bowling stocks again, like we thought last weekend. Um, this is going to be a very good game. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm going to say. I'm not really confident
0: to We're pick one. We're here to give tips. Give us wow. a tip, Bushy. It's, tip. Your, it's your, your Pakistan boys versus the Templars. Who are you taking? I'm taking PACC. All right. I'm taking Templars. I think they'll win. I think they'll have too much for them anyway. It'll be fantastic. And tune in. Where can uh, people watch that game, yeah, Bushy? 10
1: a.m. live on KCC Cricket YouTube. You just type those wonderful letters into the search bar. You'll find it. I'll be firing up about 9.55am and there all day like I am every Sunday until the game is finished.
0: Unlike me, who leaves if it's too hot? That was pointed at you. Very good. Anyway, that's it for Ins and Outs for another week. It's time
1: for my story where the elites of cricket in Hong Kong tell us their story.
0: And welcome to another episode of My Story. And we're up at the Hong Kong Cricket Club, and we are speaking to the superstar opening batsman of the Hong Kong Scorpions and the Premier League team, Mr. Martin Katia. Martin, welcome to My Story. Thank you, you guys. Thank you for having me. Uh, absolute pleasure, and thanks for inviting us up here to have this chat today. Mate, let's, um, let's start off where it all began. Back so- home, in South Africa.
2: So... As a, especially as a Afrikaner boy, uh, it's basically two big things we grow up with: cricket in the summer, rugby in the winter. That's our two big passions from a very young age, and uh, I was no different. So when, um, how old were you when you first picked up a bat or a ball? Oh, I've seen pictures when I was really little. I can't even remember. So, pretty sure my dad made sure I, I got a cricket bat and a rugby ball at a very, very young age. So probably around three, I'd say. Three or four. Yeah. Where was your first club? My first club was uh, Rundalepurt Cricket Club. Um and then but in South Africa mostly we play we play school stuff. Um I did play club cricket whenever I had time but uh, most of our rugby and cricket is all school stuff. Okay. Yeah.
1: Where in South Africa? So for us that know nothing about South Africa. I know it's there. Yeah. We're both Australians, so we know mm-hmm. it's over there somewhere yeah. to the west. Um is it where you're in
0: like Joburg? Yes. I grew up
2: in Joburg. Yeah. Okay.
0: And there we go. Joburg boy.
1: Yeah.
2: So when you were young you, did you you played rugby as well? Yes. Yeah, so um I'm pretty sure we'll probably get to that part stage of my life, but I, I played rugby professionally after school so that's and then I, I broke my leg badly, so I lost a few years of cricket doing that, but uh, rugby and cricket, it's always been a 50-50 thing for me. or well, maybe maybe a little bit more cricket than rugby, but the opportunity presented itself to play rugby professionally, um, maybe earn a bit of money straight out of school, so it's probably a, a schoolboy error from my side to have picked rugby in the first place. I always knew I wanted to play cricket. But i did that and then got injured so that yeah so there's a few years of no sport for me there so take us
0: through before we get to that in your teenage years you were playing both rugby yeah. and cricket rugby and cricket yeah. yeah yeah and then
2: and then at the age of about i think it's about 17 i went to a big rugby school yeah. played cricket as well but most, mostly a, a big rugby school um, and then how it works is you, you start to get interest from rugby provinces so there was interest from one or two provinces and then I ended up going to Western Province in Cape Town okay. for rugby yeah okay and and then you broke your leg how Then I h- broke my leg in, how, in a game how like old bit were you of a, no, dear. I, was un, I was 19 yeah so it was a bit of a freak accident pretty bad break my tip fib um, yeah so on the field while I was lying there I, I knew I'll, I'll never play rugby again And uh, I'm sure you
0: knew it was that bad that you knew straight away.
2: Yeah. So like like I said, I was always a toss up between cricket and rugby. And after something like that happens, I just promised myself, okay, I'm done with this for now uh, or forever. And then as soon as I could walk and started training again, it was cricket. Wow. Yeah. So So that's that that broken leg, which is a
1: terrible thing to happen. Yeah, is what brought you ultimately here to Hong Kong.
2: Yeah, you can look at it that
0: way. Yeah. I think it, I think that's a good way to look at it, Bushy. I mean, sliding yeah. door moments, isn't it? I yeah. mean, at the time, you're probably absolutely heartbroken. But if that doesn't happen, you wouldn't be sitting here with us today in the yeah. beautiful Yeah, no, home That's, that's a good
2: point. That's a very good way of looking at it. What, what
0: was it like? What was it like growing up in South Africa?
2: Oh, it was, it was great. Um, good weather, cricket and rugby, what more can you ask for? And then um, obviously with, with sports and stuff, you get the opportunity to make, to see different countries, to travel the world a bit, and then your eyes open a bit more. But uh, no no complaints. Uh, we were outside most of the time, cricket, rugby, see your mates every day at school, um, big, big sports culture at the school. So now I love the way we, we grew up in South Africa.
0: So after you made the decision to give rugby away, yep. or the decision was made for
2: you effectively, Yeah how did your cricket progress from that point so i was in Stellenbosch i was based in Stellenbosch so it's a great place to play rugby or cricket so immediately made contact with the with the university cricket club and then slowly but surely started to get back into things and then probably about a year or maybe closer to two years later after the break i started playing again yeah for Stellenbosch university
0: were you always a swashbuckling opener Hitting the ball, always hitting the ball hard, even as a young fella and into the early twenties.
2: Yeah, I always, I always went about batting pretty much the same way. There was a stage where, um, where I batted in the middle order when I was a youngster, and some of the first-class set-up teams, they tried me batting six, seven, or five, six more, and then. um, But yeah, as soon as I got the opportunity to open again, I I took it. And you haven't looked back. I was just looking through some history that I could find on the
0: net and you were the 2017 Gauteng Premier. Gauteng, yeah. He, he, help me, help me.
2: <laughs> yeah, Gauteng. Halteng. So Halteng. One of the f- yeah, gauteng. Halteng. Get a bit of I'm German. Not, I'm name. not even going to bother
0: <laughs> trying to pronounce that. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, there's a lot of South Africans in Perth where you you know, there Western is. Australia from where you come and from. I've like got German
1: problem. blood but there's <laughs> not even going near that
0: one. 722 but runs at 55. The uh, the batter, Premier League batter of the year. That was in 2017.
2: Yeah, there was, there was a few good seasons there. Um, I think I've, I have to talk about myself too much, but I, I won That's that award a few years. Yeah, we're I,
0: here for you to talk about yourself. Yeah,
2: I don't like don't mentioning be things be like shy. this, though. But there was, a, there was a period there where I did really well. Uh, I think it was three years I won that award in a row. Yep. And so I kept knocking on the door on the first-class team, and then I was involved in that setup for quite a while didn't really work out, but... Um, but you did play some first-class list A I did cricket? Play, yeah. I did play some first-class and list A cricket. Played a lot of B-team cricket. Yep. That's not classed as first-class or, or the list A stuff. But yeah, but this is South Africa, right? So yep. we're talking very strong cricket, right? <laughs> strong cricket, and to yep. be 100% honest, the politics didn't make things easier yep. either.
1: Um I was wondering about
2: that. But yep.
0: Politics and cricket in South yep. Africa, you always read about it in the news. But it's bad enough in Australia, right? I mean, cricket politics yep. in the big big yeah. countries it's always it's always there but right
2: ma- politics is probably the right word but to to be more honest it's the the quota system makes it makes it tough right. i mean um in those first class teams i'm not 100 sure what it is at the moment but at one stage it was six players of color and then five white players so it's, it's all those good cricketers so many good schools so many good clubs to fight for five spots if you uh, let's say you're a white player or whatever it's, it doesn't make it easy um and i think the years I missed cricket, when I was playing rugby, so I missed that all. s and 19 setup. They, that yeah. put me back quite a, quite a bit. Yeah. It's quite pretty important. I think it's, it's similar in most test-playing nations. If You you need to get try and get yourself into that setup as soon as you can. So I obviously missed that. But uh, good performances at club level and, and second-team um, provincial stuff, I, I did well. So I managed to get there finally. That was my goal. So I um, would have loved to play more first-class cricket. But um, yeah, it just didn't work out that way.
0: Yeah, but you played a very high standard in South Africa, no doubt. It was 2017 we just touched on. Mustn't have been long after that, the decision was made to move to Hong Kong. So how how did that come about? Was it uh, you came for the cricket and then got a job, or got a job and (laughs) came for the
1: cricket? That came second. I I definitely came for the cricket. Now,
2: uh, So it's my wife, she got an opportunity at one of the the good schools over at this side. So her principal um, in Johannesburg was um, a member at the Hong Kong Cricket Club. So as soon as he moved back to Hong Kong, he made a joke one day, and he and he said he, he might even offer Lindy a, a job, and um, we were up for it, and he, it actually happened. So as soon as we got that that offer, we took it. And
1: another one of those moments in life, yeah, just having a random chat, oh, and, yeah. and,
2: and the principal is uh,
1: in Johannesburg, is the as a member of HKCC. Yeah,
2: Ben Hart, big cricket fan, um, used to be a very good player as well, apparently. So yeah, it was, just couldn't work out any better.
0: It's just a shame for the boys down at Kowloon Cricket Club that she wasn't offered a job at the Australian <laughs> School because she might be playing over there now. <laughs> yeah, true. So it was over this side, and uh, so you made the move across. Big, what year big was move, that? big move. What year was the yeah. the move?
2: Uh, twenty twenty. So right in the middle of COVID. Well done. Um, yeah, so we, we saw it as a good deal. <laughs> that was the one thing we were um, people were nervous, obviously, about their jobs and stuff like that. And then me and Lindy were lucky enough and blessed to uh, to have Hong Kong lined up. So. Um, yeah, it was something to look forward to during that period and yeah, I couldn't couldn't wait to get over this site.
0: Must have been a hard adjustment period coming during COVID.
2: It was. We we arrived and we loved Hong Kong already. So people just kept saying wait till Hong Kong is the normal Hong Kong and we enjoyed it even in those in those times. So now we love it even more. But yeah. um yeah. Maybe that's the way. If you you weren't here before
1: COVID. You flew in during COVID, that's what all you know. And yeah. now, now we're into 2023. The seasons are open. The cricket's playing, yeah. and everything's grand. It's all upside. Mm. So,
0: signed up for a Hong Kong Cricket Club. Got underway. Yep. Uh, looking at this season now, be part of the Scorpion setup. I've been for a few seasons now. Yeah. We look at it as commentators and just an enormously strong setup. That Scorpions and into the Premier League team. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we've got a lot of good players available now with someone like Anshi coming back, Rog recently coming back. Um, yeah, it's a very, very strong squad. It's going to be tough. Selection is going to be tough. But um, I definitely think we've got the squad to have a successful season like we had last season.
1: I guess all the players, because it's so strong, are all
2: having to perform
1: each week, making sure they keep their spot, right? Yep, exactly. Such a batting lineup and
0: bowling lineup. We're looking forward to seeing a game one day, hopefully. (laughs) I've I've not called a Scorpions game yet. Yeah. Now, I mean, Premier League will be coming around soon and you must be looking at that with some
2: confidence. Yes. Yeah, I know we're very confident uh the squad at the moment. So the fixtures have just been with the weather and the storms and everything. The, we haven't played a lot of cricket so far as, as a group. We've played one game this weekend and it went well. So, um, yeah, we're looking forward to that coming up.
1: Yes. What did you score? three six seven on the weekend? Yes, we played well.
2: I do think that the, the toss played a pretty big role in having the other team fielding in this heat for, for a few hours before we... Um, had them in, but um, yeah, it went well. Good, good first game. Enormously strong batting lineup.
1: Yeah, and that's the top. and that 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 team we must mention that scored 367 on the weekend was missing the players that are in Hangzhou. Correct. Yeah, so Nizakats out and and is out, and but you still managed to play. you well, uh, didn't play either. Archie, yeah, and he's Archie's in India. In yeah. India yeah. yeah, yeah. And we talked about that on the podcast. So you're missing three, four of your players already, and you still put on 367. It was a mammoth score. And also, coming up very shortly, we just got announced this morning into the uh, system, is the All-Stars, the Sky yep.
2: Warriors All-Stars Men Series next week. Have you put your name down for that? Yeah, 100%. Now, that's going to be a very important weekend for the group. Um, it's the last weekend we get good preparation before we leave for Nepal. So, um, yes, that's going to be a big weekend for us. Have you heard, if you're in or you're out yet, or what the teams are? We haven't heard any teams yet, but uh, hopefully... I'm sure that most of the national squad boys will be in one of those teams to get as much good practice as we can
0: so it's going to be the three-team tournament this time you're going to have the islanders the kowloon lions and the new Ter- territory tigers so if i remember rightly before you were an islander and one year that won the all-stars maybe last year or the yes. year before i can't remember
2: yes there was i think i've been an Islander most of these games i think one practice match i had a tiger shirt on but i don't think that was an official all-stars game that was a eternal internal game but uh, I'm, a, I'm an islander yeah all right. have
1: been, yep. Well, I got official confirmation today that uh, I'll be commentating those games. So I'll be there Thursday, October 12th. I think uh, that one game on October 12 is a 2pm game. Then there's two games on the Saturday. You're going to come join me for some of that, right? I say fo- I will, yeah. All-Stars final on Sunday the 15th. I've got confirmation of that.
0: But you say it's part of an important preparation for a very important tournament coming up.
2: Yes, so a few of the boys, especially us, staying behind, not going to the Asia Games, we have not had a, a lot of cricket to prepare before before the upcoming upcoming tournament, which is a pretty um, important one. So um, yeah, so those three or four games we've got waiting for us is very important. So hopefully, spending some good time in the middle there.
0: You, of course, now have filled the residency requirements under the ICC and now eligible for Hong Kong. Yes. It's tremendous, tremendous. So there's a chance we'll call?
1: see you in the red shirt for the tournament. We talked about on the weekend. When did we talk about it? There's a, a practice warm-up tournament in Nepal, right? And then the actual tournament in Nepal. Yeah, so yep. there's all a warm-up stars, and, warm-up and you're, 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 you're available for all of that if selected? Yes. Yeah. Fantastic.
0: That'll be wonderful to see you making your debut in in Nepal. I mean, that is a crucial tournament, right? I mean, Very, yeah. two teams yep. are going to go through to a T20 World Cup yep. in the USA and the West Indies.
2: Oh. Can't ask for better venues either, so um, yeah. And th- if I'm not mistaken, this will be the first proper World Cup we've um, or full World Cup we can qualify for. We've been in first rounds of, of previous World Cups, but this one is structured a little bit differently. So if you manage to qualify, you're in the, in the real thing,
0: yeah. You get all the way through, yeah. No, it's um, just a wonderful opportunity.
2: It's going to be a bit of a headache for Simon Willis
1: if you've got Nazaka, Martin, Anch, Baba, Kinshit. How do you, where, I mean. Are you looking to open for Hong Kong if you get the chance or you'll go where you'll pat three, four, But Bubba usually comes in at three, so yeah. where are you looking at?
2: So I'm not sure if that's set in stone yet, but I know Anchi and Katz had a successful opening partnership yeah. since he's been back, so I don't mind betting low down, maybe go four, um, yeah, no. whatever the team needs. That's some firepower coming in at
0: four. Well, I think it's just a tremendous position for Cricket Hong Kong to be in, to have that situation where you've got a big bunch of batters to be able to pick from, yep. where the one misses out one game, you know, misses yep. out another game. But um, can you remember the last time you batted four? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: <laughs> that'll be interesting. We'll that. keep an eagle
0: eye on that. Yeah. Hey, I just, I just, you know, we we talk about a lot, Bushy and I, about just how it can open doors. Yep. If you get through to that World Cup, you yes. get on that big stage, you get seen, you get noticed. Yep potential that comes out the back of that no 100%. individually and team wise right
2: but i mean if, if if i was a little little boy and you gave me a, a option of maybe playing in a t20 world cup um and it's in america and the caribbean i think that's 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 big enough for me that's a, a goal in itself just to qualify and get there and then um have some fun and hopefully surprise a few of the teams but yeah you're 100 correct it will open up doors if we do well but, um, yeah, as a team, it's just it's such a big tournament waiting. So, um, very important few weeks-wise. Yeah. Yeah. No, no pressure. We
1: tell it to every guest. But, you know, we need you to get into the World Cup so Bottas and I can go to the West Indies. I'm
0: already looking 100%. at beach bars. Uh, <laughs> Pushy's already got his budgie smugglers on. Yeah, I'm ready He's to go. He's got all his Hawaiian shirts out. He's ready to go. Unpacked. You boys just have to perform. Yeah, you do guys not do the job. down, right? And
1: we'll be on it. And speaking about the youth and when you were younger, we're just to here at HKCC and you've just come off the pitch training the gappers like you do, there's part of your job, yes. how's it going there with the gappers program here?
2: Oh no, it's fantastic, There's um, not quite sure about the exact number but 400, 500 kids um, take part in this program, it's fantastic to see the enthusiasm um, in the youngsters every weekend, um, no it's a very good program for the, for the kids. Do they know that you're the uh, superstar from the scorpions or is it just <laughs> coach martin is no they, don't know. they i don't know if they uh, care too much about the coaches just yet. as long as we get them having fun and um grow that enthusiasm i think it's job done we look at this club hong kong cricket club
0: and some of the touching on the juniors and some of those juniors who are now getting into their teenage years and um you've got shiv you've got um, Panjuana you've got so many of those guys coming through looking to fill the gaps. It's enormously strong development program. Right?
2: Yeah, it's good to see some of these kids. So, I've only been here three years but when I arrived, the Shiv and the Arias and then, and a few of the other boys were still a bit young and to see the progression they've shown and made in, in, in three years is, is very impressive. Um, so, yeah, no, there's a few very talented youngsters and it's exciting to see how well they're going.
0: Well, the future of the club is in safe hands. Martin could see a coach. Martin could see a likely soon-to-be Hong Kong national player. Um, before that, the All-Stars, of course. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you with us. And we'll look forward to seeing you next week at
1: the All-Stars as they start that campaign uh, towards the are we gonna have any,
0: Are we going to have any weather issues with All-Stars?
1: Or All-Stars we think we're all
0: look right? good. This weekend is meh.
2: Yeah, I think it's, this weekend's the problem, but I think mm. next week should be next fine. Next Thursday, game on,
1: all right. 2 p.m. And we'll see you out there.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on Thank My Thank you for having button. me, guys. Martin, absolute pleasure. Thanks, mate. Big fan of the podcast. Thanks, guys. Cheers, buddy. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. All right, the aeroplane means it's time for Sky Plaza Road, and we've got plenty to talk about here. Men's Asia Games, Bushy, I thought the boys did well in there. Knocked out in the quarterfinals against Pakistan, but uh, overall not a bad effort. Yeah, fantastic
1: effort from the boys that went to Hangzhou, uh, they started with a massive, massive win. They just destroyed Cambodia. Bowled them all out for 70. A great bowling effort, I think. Nazrul Arana got four in that. He was just on a roll of wickets at that time. And, and only took one wicket down, 75 for one for Hong Kong to win that easily. And then they went on the big game that was on after I was commentating. I was actually still here at KCC. I just refused to go home. I had it on the iPad. The scorers were Not next to me time. watching it on the iPad. And there was people all around... Uh, KCC wondering what 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 had happened because I screamed when we uh, picked up that win over Japan, uh, won by five wickets. Well, in tell the you why?
0: That Japan, that Yamamoto who opened, he was um, he was tremendous. Yep. I mean, they, they don't underestimate the Japanese. They're getting stronger and stronger all the time. They really are their cricket program. Yep. Oh, they were uh, something like two for 108, yeah.
1: and uh, we managed to roll them in total for 127. So really good fight back by Hong Kong in that, in the bowling lineup. Uh Five wickets down, 133. Won it in the end, out there in the middle with Nasrullah runner and Asan Khan. That was fun to watch. They were uh, getting Indeed. very, very excited. Then they came up against Pakistan. We knew it was going to be a tall order, like we've mentioned before on the podcast, unlike the other teams in Asian Games, only those with Hong Kong passports could go to the Asian Games. So it was perhaps a little... Uh, under strength in certain areas and of course Pakistan could
0: send whoever they wanted. Yeah but they were under strength as well. They didn't send their main team. They're often playing in this stupid World Cup. Yeah but not teams.
1: every not every player for Pakistan plays fifty plus twenty. So it was a decent side and that pitch was I spinning. Totally agree. That pitch was just crazy spinning. Mm. I saw the first ball from Esang Khan and I went, ooh, this is going to be a fun mm. game. At the end, unfortunately, they bled a few too many runs in that last over and Pakistan got up to 160. Try to chase it down, all out for 92 Hong Kong, so out in the quarterfinals. Uh, if I look at the Malaysia Tri-Series and then onto the Asian Games, the same team, there was the same 15 went... The only thing that I would look at and say that perhaps the issue for Hong Kong was is a lack of batting depth. There was so much pressure on Nizaka opening and Bubba coming in at three. If those two didn't fire, I remember in one game, I think Bubba ran Nizaka out and Nizaka ran himself out. Yeah, that's right. And there was some few words. And then it meant that coming in at number four was the 15-year-old. And then after that, um, the, the batting, it was more of a very good bowling lineup, but the batting wasn't there. But that's the Asian games, that's how it works for us and that's well, what I mean we got they, to.
0: Well, they picked the best team they had available and I think the batting line-up, as you say, it looks not as strong in comparison to the ICC because there's not a many, as many eligible. But they picked the best side and all the blokes did their very best and I thought they can come back and with And I've seen them on Instagram
1: and, I. and they think they all had a wow well, of a time well, while they are up there. The great experience. And so they I mean, went to the footy, the soccer last night I think what, uh, Tuesday, was that Wednesday night yeah
0: I think Bushy probably my biggest concern out of it was how Nasrullah broke down when he was bowling with his look like a hammy um, I'm not sure what that's going to mean going forward for him because uh, he was bowling spectacularly yeah, well as he, you said earlier but then this first
1: then, game was just horrid Yeah. In Malaysia. And then from then on, he just started to go nuts. He got a 6 for, he got a 4 for, And once he started getting his line and length, bang.
0: Yeah, but then he goes off with what looks like a really bad hamstring. So, anyway, we'll wait and see there. Well, this ties
1: in to next weekend, uh, next week and the weekend. Yeah. I mean, it starts Thursday. The Sky Warrior uh, All-Star Series, Men's All-Star Series. It's back in Hong Kong. It's going to be live Starting next Thursday.
0: T20s, massive lead up to the uh, World Cup qualifiers coming up. But, uh, I mean, looking forward to this one, Bush. It starts Thursday, yeah?
1: Thursday, yeah. Three teams, so they've got at least, you'd say, 45 players up to 45 players nominated. We don't know the teams yet, but it's going to be the elite of Hong Kong players. We'd already talked earlier on My Story today. Uh, with uh, Martin Kutsia he's available, we talked earlier, Anshaman Rath was going off to India to get some practice in so he could come back and beat the All-Stars. So we're talking all the batters are going to be back, as we were talking earlier, into this uh, three-team uh, All-Stars series from Kwong Road yeah. Recreation Ground.
0: So you're going to have the Hong Kong Islanders, the uh, Kowloon Lions and the New Territory Tigers. Players will be split across those three teams. There will be a game on Thursday afternoon, Bushy. Yep, one Two game. on Saturday. Yep, two games on Saturday. And then a on final Saturday. on Sunday, all broadcast. It is
1: going live. It will be on, I guess, it will be on Cricket Hong Kong's Facebook page and Cricket Hong Kong YouTube page. I will be
0: calling it. Yeah, really looking forward to it. It should be a great little series, as I said, leading up to the massive World Cup qualifiers coming up in Nepal from October 30. Of course, there's going to be a little tri-series before that. Uh, So I'll just say quickly, we don't know who's in what team, but the schedule
1: is Thursday from 2pm will be the Islanders versus Lions. Then on Saturday, the doubleheader from 9.30am Lions versus the New Territory Tigers. And in, in the afternoon, the New Territory Tigers play again against the Hong Kong Islanders. And then the final will be at 2 p.m. on Sunday.
0: It's going to be fantastic. Is the weather going to hold out for us, pushing? Well,
1: we'll hope if uh, Typhoon Pu- uh, Puppy... Floats through. Stupid name. Ah, they're all beautiful, aren't they? Stupid name. It floats through this weekend and hopefully doesn't do too much damage. I've been tracking it. Hopefully we stay on the the western side of it and then we get the games in. Then it can rain as much as it likes beautiful. until Thursday. Then we should have fine weather for the All-Stars live on Facebook and YouTube.
0: Yeah, no, really looking forward to it. It's going to be a great little All-Star series leading in. As we keep saying to the World Cup qualifiers starting on October 30 where we are grouped with UAE, Bahrain, ourselves, and a qualifier, probably Kuwait or Saudi. We need to double-check that. But um, massive opportunity, two teams through the World Cup in the USA West Indies. So
1: this final for the all Stars Series is on the 15th, and then there's a series in between that and yeah. that.
0: So they must be flying out the next day or... Yeah, they'll just finish the final, pick, pick the
1: 15, and on a plane. Off they go.
0: Anyway, that's something to really look forward to. And, of course, the under-19 under, under 19 boys going down to the Asia Premier Cup. They all fly out on October 10, just before the All-Stars starts. Um, massive opportunity for them to get through. If they finish in the top three, they go through to another tournament in December where they get the opportunity to play all the Test Match under-19s teams. So we wish them all the very best, and we will have all of that covered, of course, on the 8 for 52 podcast.
1: You're going, aren't
0: you? I oh, will be down there, Bushy. Yes, so I will. We'll get
1: some, I think... One of the podcasts coming up in the next few weeks will be just me, mostly, and you'll give us some uh, updates from the under-19s. I'll
0: be on the road with the under-19s and uh, very much looking forward to that. Having been on the road with them to Oman and UAE, it's uh, very good for the boys and a massive opportunity for the boys. What about the ladies, Bushy? Where are we at with the ladies at the moment? Well, we
1: did talk to head coach of the Hong
0: Kong-China women's team,
1: Andy Cottab on Sunday during the broadcast. And he says that competitions coming up this uh, very shortly—a uh, tri-nations or a quadrilateral series. Still yet to confirm the teams.
0: So. I notice they've got—they're going to have their own ladies all-stars. I think that's in November, and that's going to be just before this big series that's coming up here. So it's going to be some great stuff for the ladies. Uh, ladies coming up. Um,
1: if it's on, I'm pretty sure I'll be calling it.
0: Yeah, no, really. Well, there it is. It's all in the system. DLA
1: Piper Women's All Star Series starting 10th of November. That's just a two team, as usual. Every year, it's just the two teams the Balhiniya Stars and the Jade Jets. Uh, Fun games to call. So
0: hopefully, I'll be down there from that as well. And that'll be great leading to their international series. So we have got a stack of stuff to cover on Sky Plaza Road going forward. I think I might
1: just go onto Amazon and buy a tent and just pitched my tent out at Kwong Road Recreation Ground because I've got a feeling I'm going to be there for a lot of October and November. Can you get air conditioning in tents? I can try.
0: Don't put a generator in a tent. Is that a bad idea? Bad idea. Fumes. There's okay.
1: a very nice scorer's box at Kwong Road Recreation Ground where all the officials like to hide. That's got air conditioning, but yeah, everywhere else is stinking hot and got biteys and I think very, very, nice,
0: very nice versus well, sleeping compa- there overnight. Okay,
1: compared to the commentary tent <laughs> that's next to the uh, sight screen and uh, covered in uh, mosquitoes, uh, yeah, I'd take that.
0: Look, you, Bring a sleeping you bag. are your own master, no yeah. problem at all. But I would advise probably duck home at night and I duck think, back the yeah, next day. I'll just
1: take the 113 bus from Causeway Bay. And it might be easier. Anyway,
0: that's way. it for Sky Plaza Road. There is plenty coming up, and don't miss the All-Stars as we lead into it all. It's going to be fantastic. Sky Plaza Road done. And now it's time for Bushy's Birthday Bonanza. Birthday time.
1: How exciting. I love this part of the uh, segment oh, of Everyone the show.
0: does. Everyone does. Two birthdays this week, Bots. Yeah, who They're we got? big birthdays. Mm-hmm.
1: Someone's turning 17 on the 12th of October. That mm-hmm. is one KCC
0: player, Samad Khan. Oh, fantastic. Samad's birthday. Went 12th of October, so he'll be celebrating that in Malaysia. Yes, and Away he's in hot y- form, as we've been talking earlier in the show. <laughs> he has. He's been red hot form, and he'll be down there. Birthday boy. That's fantastic. And I mean, not
1: only do we have Samad Khan on the 12th having a birthday, also on the 12th having a birthday, it's our My Story man, Martin Kutsia, turning
0: 35. Martin Kutsia's birthday. We forgot but- to wish him happy birthday during the My Story segment. Well, this is down to your responsibility. We had the discussion last week about the database and getting on top of this, and you're not on top of it. I I, I can't remember all 117
1: players' birthdays. But anyway, happy birthday, Samad. Happy birthday, Martin Kudseer. That's this week's Birthday Bonanza.
2: Hi, I'm Nizagat Khan, captain of Hong Kong men's team, and you're listening to the 8452 broadcast with Waters and Bushi.
0: Episode six, it's half a dozen. Sadly, Bushy, it's coming to an end.
1: Ah, it was another great episode. Another great guest in my story, Martin Kutseer. Looking forward to seeing him out at Kwong Road Recreation I'll Ground.
0: What, I'll tell you one thing I took out of that interview with Kutsier and it's something for everyone to think about. Remember when he was telling us about how he broke his leg, and you mm. mentioned about, you know, you wouldn't be here today. So, you know, a terrible thing at the time turned into a real positive. It ended his rugby career, but it created so much at the same time. I think it was a really good takeaway. And we're
1: very, very likely to see him debuting for Hong Kong by the end of October. He's playing in the All-Stars series next week, starting Thursday. I'll be out there. You can catch it live on Cricket Hong Kong's Facebook and YouTube page. And speaking about live games... We've got the Sunday Div 1 Elite Game, Pakistan Association versus Templars here at KCC. I'll be commentating that from 10 a.m. And also, how many other games? Seven other games?
0: Eight other games eight other this games. weekend. No Sunday Div 2, but every other league has at least one and four in one of them. So, look a huge weekend of cricket coming up again, and we'll have it all covered net on next week's podcast in Episode 7, no doubt. Be
1: fantastic. Bots, another great show. Bushy, absolute pleasure as always. That's it for the 8
0: for 52. See ya. The 8 for 52 theme song is the coin toss from the band, the Duckworth Lewis Method. Find them on Apple iTunes and YouTube and download that song and all their other cricket related music. The 8 for 52 podcast is edited, produced and published by
1: Matt Botfield and Aaron Bush for Trip Ahead Limited. Copyright 2023.